War Room Hockey Podcast, back with you, episode 50 this week. It's gonna Finally! Be, it's going to be a shorter episode, uh, unfortunately, just simply on the basis of uh, not... Fi- finally, none of our issues, our, fun- our technical issues, but because the NHL is still on su- suspension, still on hiatus, so there's not... Unfortunately, there's not a lot to talk about. What so, have we been off, three weeks? Yeah, so this wow. week will be... Um, content for you, but it will be um, much shorter. Uh, so it'll be a kind of an update for you. Um, what's been going on? What we think? All these different things, and then uh, we will shut her down and see you next week. Um, but War Room Hockey Podcast, uh, the biggest um, for episode fifty, the biggest one uh, this week. Headline would be um, Dustin Bufflin's contract being terminated. In That's a year too late, right? Yeah. So we, finally, finally done. Should have probably happened last off or this past off season. Yeah. Um, so oh, that Winnipeg could have had the cat the cap room to do what they needed to. But credit to Winnipeg for competing the way they did despite that. Um, but his contract finally terminated in Winnipeg, which is months too late. Um, but and it's yeah, finally yeah. happened. So. We talked about this a few weeks ago. But would they have let Tyler Myers go? or Jake Truba, or Ben Sherratt, would they have let all this stuff happen if they had known Buffy wasn't coming back? That's really... Uh, we, we don't need to go over it again, but wow, is that, a, that was a mess that he created, single-handedly created that mess by just not telling them right up front. It's too bad. Yeah, it is. So... Um, so there you have it. That's the, that's the one, <laughs> the one, one piece of NHL news. Um, Despite well, despite what we've mentioned before, which is um, the debate and the uh, top, uh, the conversation of whether of um, whether the season will will finish, uh, whether they'll come back during the summer and finish, and if they do, what it'll look like. Uh, Twenty four team uh, play in for the playoffs. Um, how how will it look if they return at all? Um, more more news and notes about. Um, you read one article that says the league isn't willing to um, delay the start of next season or shorten next season. They're not willing to do that. And then you read something else that says they will if they have to. So it's one of the, one of those things where you just you don't know until you like, until you wake up one morning and scroll your social media feed or then or turn on uh, TSN or Sportsnet and the headline reads NHL. St- Starting back up to to officially uh, finish out the nineteen twenty season until that day comes or unless that day comes we just won't know for sure so it's kind of one of those things and nobody on the inside knows either they're evaluating it every day as well so I think but I will say it's laughable um, that PK Subban with a straight face wants a thirty one team playoff <laughs> well of course he does he's in thirtieth place yeah so I just <laughs> I find that kind of funny but. Anyway, uh, here we had this discussion the other night. What if you make and I I like PK in most every aspect. He's a great athlete. He's a good guy in the community. Have no axe to grind with PK Subban, but and and I'm not singling him out. But with this going on, and with them being in the situation they are. I've still, I know this is a bit old school. I haven't quite adjusted to the idea that this is entertainment, that they have to be in the entertainment business. But 
a guy making nine million dollars a year in 2020 should take look for every opportunity to keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And I know in social media, the more followers you have, and the more people that tag you, and whatever else they do to you the more popular you are and more of an influencer you are. And I suppose I have to accept all that, but golly, do you got to think about this stuff a little more carefully? That was really, that was just a, that was a dumb thing to say, but well, it, and, it, <clears throat> and PK Subban said it not just on his own social media page or anything. He went on a conference call on TSN yeah. and said it, I mean, and, and, but it's, and it's like, but it's like anything else. It's a relevance issue. Yeah. And again, P.K. Subban seems to be a tremendous human being, and yeah. on that regard, oh, yeah. much not, respect. But, this is not about his character but or anything it, But else. it's um, it's a relevance thing like anything else. P.K. Subban, hockey-wise, has honestly been quite irrelevant for a chunk of his career. And on top of that, the teams he plays for, let alone his current team, the New Jersey Devils, have failed to compete when during any season that he's playing for him. So you gotta it's, it's one can. of those it's one of those situations where where now an irrelevant guy no disrespect to the human being but an irrelevant guy hockey wise is now coming is now taking this current situation to come out and say well the because it was shortened that the only fair way to do it is everybody gets an opportunity to compete. Well, and not- what's that what that's coming from is it's an irrelevant standpoint from a guy who who is now going to do this, run his mouth a little bit about the fact that I may be in 30th place out of 31 teams, but, oh, we were pushing, and, oh, time for the playoffs. Okay, so they won four out of six or something at the end of the, at the right toward the end of when the regular season was shut down, and we don't know if that's temporary or not. And and you never know. Maybe they maybe they run the table and somebody else, a couple of other teams, go 500. It would take nothing but a mathematical miracle to get them in the playoffs. But if they got a hot goaltender, if Blackwood and and you know some of the young kids are coming along, maybe they maybe they win a round. Uh, who knows? We'll we may never know. Most likely we won't. But it's it's just too much of a reach. And and look, I, as you know. No guy, no player or coach should ever, you you should never believe that you're not going to win every single no, night. I uh, agree. From you a competitive standpoint, 100%. But I'm just, I'm looking at it from the perspective of a guy who, who it seems odd that what he, I don't think he personally, aside from maybe one Norris Trophy one year, hasn't won many awards. Nashville, Montreal, didn't compete and New Jersey's in 30th place. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of, of 12 games remaining and you're in 30th place. This isn't, this isn't New York Rangers 12th place that with 12 games remaining, maybe if they, if they win eight out of 12 and Philly loses six out of eight. Oh, now okay we're in this is a this is 12 games remaining new jersey devils 30th place where even if you won 11 out of 12 the likelihood that six seven eight teams ahead of you in the eastern conference standings are gonna also lose no nine out of ten and and you're gonna be the one finally make the jump to the playoff i don't I, and so that from the only that perspective between between me and P.K. Subban in this particular aspect, 
first of all, I think he might have peaked at 22. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got nothing against him. He won a Norris Trophy. He's had a good career, maybe overpaid, maybe not his fault. I don't know. No, the, the pay isn't his fault, but the play on the ice is. Uh, the only difference between me and him in this case is I wouldn't have said it. Yeah. Think it all you want. Think it every day. Go to go to your teammates and 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 yeah. s- sit around not, sit around the fire with a with a cold beer, you know, during this hiatus, and kind of go and kind of go between you and me. Hey, you know, man, between you and me, I Boy, if we had a chance, if we had a chance, and ooh, man, right. So that's kind of why I'm half hoping that through all this, Batman decides a thirty team playoff. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but don't go on national television or somebody else's podcast or this or that and say with a straight face. I think the fair way to do it is a 31 team playoff that I just, that <clears throat> shouldn't be said out loud. No way. In, no in his situation. If you're, if you're the Boston Bruins yeah. and you say there should be 31 team playoff, yeah. that's, that has a whole different meaning. Yeah. Now you're inviting 15 teams to come into the, into the party that would not have been there otherwise, yeah. but not this case. Yeah. So speaking of 31 teams amongst all of the other, boredom busy work stuff that I've been doing over the last two or three weeks. I looked back into our preseason prediction podcast yep. and uh, was looking at what we got right and wrong. And it's, you know, I gotta say, I, I'm pretty impressed with us. <laughs> with, yourse- with yourself, you mean? No, I mean, we both, you actually got more of them generally right than I did. Be- oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me turn the microphone yeah, volume up. Can you, sure can you, you say that. this one? Can you make, say that one more time? You got more of them generally right. And I say generally because the season's not over yet. So it could go either direction. Sure. But, uh, and this is, this probably falls in the category. I can see PK Subban right now going, geez, dude, I wouldn't have said that right out loud. Come on. <laughs> what, what's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. But anyway, we, across the top, we got them right. Uh, in the West, Colorado, Dallas, St. Louis, uh, Calgary, even Vancouver, we had sneaking in. Uh, we don't know that for sure yet. But And then at the bottom is where wo- both of us kind of whiffed on Edmonton. And, and as much of a fan as I am of Dave Tippett, I didn't think that team was equipped uh, roster-wise to get in. And they may not. It, it, three more weeks of regular season play or 10, 12, 13 games, they may be out. They may be at the top, the way the West was left. Uh, but at the bottom, we had it pretty much right again. L.A., um, uh, Buffalo, Ottawa, Anaheim, Detroit. Uh, where I completely missed was on the New York Rangers. I, oh, had, the, okay. I had the Rangers bringing up the rear and in the east. I missed on, I missed on Minnesota. Well, yeah, and there. Well, and and I say that... I say that I missed on Minnesota, <clears throat> but I didn't miss. No, I missed on Minnesota for this year and for um, and it, <laughs> I missed because the their competitiveness this year won out, meaning their compete level won them a lot of games. Well, yeah. Even after they traded Zucker. I did not miss on the basis that at some point that compete level will will not be enough and they'll be left in a position of an obvious rebuild. So I, I missed, but I didn't miss. I think all they did this year is that, prolong it. Well, that's what I mean. They They competed. They knew they were in a situation. And hey, hats off to them that they knew they were in a, a 
arguably abysmal situation. Right. And then and they competed to the level of being as of the season suspension here, what if not in a wild card, two or three points out of one right. with twelve games remaining. So that compete level, good for them. Because when everybody writes you off, and I know from I know from a obvious firsthand perspective being an avalanche fan that when people write you off, that can be a big hill to climb. People have written off Colorado for many years. And even this going into this year, these people were still writing them off. So I understand that's a big mountain to overcome when you're coming into something and everybody's saying that you won't be there. So for Minnesota to, and even Edmonton, if you want to argue that way, based on the things we said about McDavid not having many much to play, to play with and all this stuff, good for them for having the compete level to be there playing meaningful hockey at the end of the year. Yep, and that's the support, guys, the coaching, the compete now, level. The question, now, the question will remain on how much I missed on a Minnesota after this year when that when that compete level will eventually when other teams will adapt and that compete level will kind of maybe prove to not be enough and now you've now prolonged your rebuild for an extra year and now you are at the bottom and now you are having to Let's hope we find out whether or not yeah. that happens. Let's yeah. hope that, that enough of the regular season can be finished. Exactly. I personally have huge doubts, but uh, the other one that I got a tip cap to, and we we talked about it a few weeks ago, is the New York Rangers. Man, this kid Zabinajad is just killing it this year. Panarin is playing at a level higher, competing at a level higher than I gave him credit for, at least in in this season. Uh, they've got a, you know, they picked up the um, Anthony D'Angelo uh, out of the Ontario League is having a monster breakout. Uh, they're and they've and there's another team that has peddled Brady Shea. Uh, they looked like they were getting ready to rebuild, and all of a sudden, and with an unproven head coach, and here they are. So, good on them. Uh, but that's one that I missed on. I underestimated what they could do. Um, I still the we the Arizona Coyotes. I, well, we we talk about them a lot, and I still. I hope we get to see this play out because it's it was set up to be so fun. Uh, I don't think they're going to make it, but uh, and that's one of the one of the very few that you and I differed on. But the uh, my the, standpoint with Arizona is is in especially in comparison to an Edmonton is that you kind of have to be objective and come in the middle with both. You can't say that one has it while the other doesn't, or one doesn't have it while the other does. Because aside from the obvious, which is Connor McDavid, Edmonton doesn't have a whole lot of of the contender-type building blocks that you could say Arizona doesn't have. Arizona... We can argue what we want about certain players, but Arizona with Phil Kessel and Derek Stepan and and um, Ekman Larson and Chikrin and Darcy Kemper playing on his head and all these things. The only missing, the only difference is no Connor McDavid. So my argument in those in the regards to those two, because if I remember correctly, it was those two teams that 
that was part of our preseason debate about which one would make it and which one wouldn't. Right. Arizona won't, but Edmonton will, whatever. So my my argument there would be if you're going to say one won't make it, one won't, maybe we need maybe we both need to try and come up with different arguments other than certain personnel because again, aside from McDavid, what obvious glaring contender type piece does Edmonton have that in Arizona doesn't picked up Taylor Hall uh so fine, the, but there it's, it's if, if that makes sense yeah it makes all the sense in the world and they're both extremely well coached I have nothing but the highest respect for for Tockett uh for Rick Tockett in, in Arizona and uh, Dave Tippett in Edmonton but anyway that's uh that's where that ended up and the other thing that dawns on me you know thinking about all this stuff and you and I talked about it a little bit whether you're playing, whether you're a 17 or 18 year old kid playing in in uh, AAA or midget AA or A or house league or whatever you're doing, you're playing somewhere in university at some level anywhere. You're playing at some level of junior everywhere in the world. All of a sudden, you leave the ice one Wednesday afternoon, and your career is over. Everything shuts down. Yep. If you are one of the vast majority of those players that have no place to go, very few midget players go on to play junior. Very few junior players go on to play in uh, in university, and even fewer go on to play professionally. So the vast majority of a 20-man roster, 19 of those kids are not going anywhere. If you're one of those 19 kids... You don't even get to realize when your last game was, and yep. there, and it'll be that way in the National Hockey League too. It might, I don't know who, but in the off season, if you see somebody like uh, you know a, a, an amazing career like Patrick Marlowe or somebody like that or Jumbo, that's going to retire, they never got a chance to say farewell, right? Yep. And that's it's really kind of heart wrenching when you think you know you know what it was like. I know what it was like. To we saw your brother do it that last game it's meaningful when you know it's your last game it means the world to you and yep. to just have it you know go up in smoke without any kind of well, recognition is kind of makes you wonder if uh, no matter what happens at the rest of with the remaining 12 or so games of this year and the playoffs um, it kind of makes you wonder if for the 2021 season if you're gonna if we see the likes of Joe Thornton and Marlowe and certain guys, come back for one more year just right. f- just for the the basis of having having that one final tip of the cap yeah um I w- because I, 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 I I would because I don't work if I'm them I don't work 20 plus years of my life of my professional life my professional career just to you know no matter your personal opinions on on the virus or not just to have it just one random Tuesday or Wednesday, just kind of, oh, well, that was kind of it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I that's what makes me, it gives so me kind I, of, so I see, I see Marlowe and, and Thornton and guys like that in some capacity returning for one more year in 2021. Just, just for the basis of, you know, now how you work it contract wise or, or roster wise or anything like that, who knows, but in some capacity, I see them returning at least in some way for, to find, to have that, this is your final shift 
Yeah. Tip the helmet to the crowd. Thank you so much. Retirement and night for these here's, guys. Here's the retirement night yeah. and all that stuff. Exactly. So I, that's how I see it, but Let's we'll see so. what happens. The, the better the career, the more likely that is. Uh, and especially in a guy like Joe Thornton's case or Patrick Marlowe. And then we're talking about the San Jose Sharks, but it could happen anywhere. Uh, but that's you know it's something that really gives you gives you pause because you think about it and I, I've heard guys talk about this over the last month when we've had nothing else to do. Here's a guy that starts playing hockey at the age of six, just like all of you guys, like all of us. You start playing hockey at six or seven years old, five, and you play till you're forty. You spend thirty. Four, 35 years out of 40 playing hockey go and and so every September you're going to tryouts or you're going to camp and you don't know if you're going to make that junior team or go back to midget you don't know if you're going to make the big club or go back to the AHL or back to junior and so you stick and 22 years later you've got a, a brilliant Hall of Fame NHL career like Joe Thornton and you don't you can't remember being four or five years old when you didn't go to play hockey in September. Yep. It never happened in your life. You can't, and it did, but you can't remember it. So then you've got guys that go on and go straight from there to coaching. You know, you've got a, you got a Joe Quenville who played what, 14 years or something in the NHL and has now coached uh, in almost as what top three guys in all time coaching in in the in the league? So this is a guy that's he's my age and he's never known anything in his life except going to camp in September, ever. Yeah. So it's uh it's really a it's a time to look back on that and go, golly, I just I hope this doesn't just one day magically disappear and I never got a I never got an official chance to recognize to myself or from anybody else that it ended so yep. Yep. Uh, and and then there's well we got last year we got to say goodbye to bob cole on hockey night in canada 50 years in the booth we and i i don't know if joe bowen who has been the maple leafs radio announcer for 3500 games he's got like six careers back to back just in just himself i don't know if he's coming back next year but look at those guys. I mean, that's there again. This is not a career. This is a lifestyle. It is a it's a way of life. And so here's hoping that all of those guys and the kids and and everybody at every level gets a chance to say goodbye to the game. Absolutely. And next week. So next week, what are we doing? We're talking more. We're, we got more uh, more on coaches for next week, right? Yep. I think this is a really good time to be able to spend a little bit of time on NHL coaches. They don't get enough credit. They get way too much criticism. Uh, we've got some characters to talk about in the game, talking about consistency and and some of the great things that, uh, that we don't get a chance to talk about a lot because we're full of game news and standings and injuries and trades and rumors and things like that. So... This is, a, this is going to be a fun time to to venture off of the on-ice path that we normally take. Yep, absolutely. No, I agree. So, But no, uh, this is a shorter episode. Um, now, it, uh, when things go back to normal, and at some point they will, hopefully sooner rather than later, um, but uh, when they go back to normal, um, the episodes will kind of go back to normal length. 
uh, wise an hour or so. Um, but at least for this time, uh, we're taking, taking the time to, um, continue to put out content, even with, even if it means, um, shorter episodes for these few weeks or, uh, few months or whatever, whatever it takes. So this, this week is one of them, uh, shorter episode this week. Uh, so we apologize for that, but we hope you enjoy it. Um, looking forward to, uh, discussing coaches and other things, uh, next week and in the coming weeks, um, tune into, uh, the developmental, uh, podcast as well. Um, and, uh, make sure, good make sure you're on that, whether sure, you're a player or a coach or a parent, yeah, make sure you're up to date on that. Um, and, uh, stay tuned. Thank you for your patience and your continued support. And, uh, we will see you all throughout the hockey community. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.